0: Okie dokie boys and girls Uh, Happy Cloudy Friday morning Um, Let's get back to it With Jonathan Um, I'm going to read the last Last part of uh, The page 65 from yesterday And that in a And that isn't flying a thousand miles an hour, or a million, or flying at the speed of light, because any number is a limit, and perfection doesn't have limits. Perfect speed, my son, is being there. Without warning, Chiang vanished and appeared at the water's edge, fifty feet away, all in the flicker of an instant. Then he vanished again and stood in the same millisecond at Jonathan's shoulder. It's kind of fun, he said. Jonathan was dazzled. He forgot to ask about heaven. How do you do that? What does it feel like? How far can you go? You can go to any place and to any time that you wish to go, the elder said. I've gone everywhere and every when I can think of. He looked across the sea. It's strange. The Gauls who scorn perfection for the sake of travel go nowhere, slowly. Those who put aside travel for the sake of perfection go anywhere, instantly. Remember, Jonathan, heaven is in a place or a time because place and time are so very meaningless. Heaven is, can you teach me to fly like that? Jonathan Siegel trembled to conquer another unknown. Of course, if you wish to learn, I wish. When can we start? We could start now, if you'd like. I want to learn to fly like that, Jonathan said, and a strange light glowed in his eyes. Tell me what to do. Chang spoke slowly and watched the younger gull ever so carefully. To fly as fast as thought, to anywhere that is, he said, you must begin by knowing that you have already arrived. The trick, according to Chiang, was for Jonathan to stop seeing himself as trapped inside a limited body that had a 42-inch wingspan and performance that could be plotted on a chart. The trick was to know that his true nature lived as perfect as an unwritten number everywhere at once across space and time. Jonathan kept at it fiercely, day after day, from before sunrise till past midnight, and for all his effort he moved not he moved not a feather width from his spot. Forget about faith, Chang said. Chiang said it time and time again. You didn't need faith to fly. You needed to understand flying. That is just the same. Now try again. Then one day, Jonathan, standing on the shore, closing his eyes, concentrating, all in a flash, knew that knew what Chiang had been telling him. Why, that's true. I am perfect. I am a perfect, unlimited Gaul. He felt a great shock of joy. Good, said Chiang, and there was victory in his voice. Jonathan opened his eyes. He stood alone with the elder on a totally different seashore, Trees down to the water's edge, twin yellow suns turning overhead. At last, you've got the idea, Chang said. But your control needs a little work. Jonathan was stunned. Where are we? Utterly unimpressed with the strange surroundings, the elder brushed the question aside. We're on some planet, obviously, with a green sky and a double star for a sun. Jonathan made a scree of delight, the first sound he had made since he left Earth. It works! Well, of course it works, John, said Jiang. It always works, when you know what you're doing. Now about your control. By the time they returned, it was dark. The other gulls looked at Jonathan with awe in their golden eyes, for they had seen him disappear from where he had been rooted for so long. He stood there, congratulations for less than a minute. I'm the newcomer here. I'm just beginning. It is I who must learn from you. I wonder about that, John, said Sullivan, standing near. You have less fear of learning than any goal I've seen in 10,000 years. The flock fell silent, and Jonathan fidgeted in embarrassment. We can start working with time, if you wish. Xiang said, till you can fly till you can fly the past and the future, and then you will be ready to begin the most difficult, the most powerful, and the most fun of all. You will be ready to begin to fly up and know the meaning of kindness and of love.